Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Brent Martineau. You see him every day on CBS 47, Fox 30, Action Sports Jack. Austin Lane. He's a former Jag star and current MMA fighter. Broadcasting live from the Anna Jar and Levine studio. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 and ESPN690.com. Hey, welcome back, Jacksonville and everyone really around the country, because you can see us everywhere. In fact, all over the world, we're global, baby. Brent Martin, along with former Jags player, current MMA pro fighter, Austin Lane. That was a terrible introduction for you. It's all good, uh, man. And Scott with us here on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We talk everything on the show, and if you just jump it in, and we, we talk... A lot MMA. We talk wrestling. We talk hockey. We talk a lot of football because we're here in Jacksonville, Jaguars, college football, the rest of it. But uh, this is a guy that's awesome to talk a little bit of everything about and with. Yeah. He's done it all, it feels like. Wrestling. Yeah. yeah. MMA. He's a big Chicago fan. He is. I mean, he's got to be a big Slapshot fan because he's got it in his avatar on, on Twitter. <laughs> nice uh, nice look there. A little yeah. research on you. Ah, yeah, we got Proud research. Here, Brent. CM Punk joins us right now, and this is Austin's guy, but uh, we really appreciate you joining us on the show, man. Thanks for hanging out for a few minutes. Oh, no problem, as long as we're not going to talk about golf, and I'm, I'm here to talk about hockey. <laughs> <laughs> My man. So, uh, aren't <laughs> hockey players good at golf? <laughs> no. I According mean, to Happy Gilmore. But, you know, you know, I mean, if you're a good hockey player at golf, it means you probably haven't ever made the playoffs. Brent, I hate to tell you, man, <laughs> but Happy Gilmore was not a documentary. Uh, CM Punk, welcome, man. Listen, you're a, a former professional wrestler. Uh, you fought in the Octagon. You've had your own series of comic books, Drag the Destroyer. Um, you, now you're doing commentary, and that's actually where you're at right now in California, doing the Cage Fighting Championships over there. You're a movie star. Is there anything that you don't do, man? Because I'm, I'm waiting to see like an album or something drop from you next year, like in some kind of music genre. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it was... I dabble. I dabble in, in, in band stuff, but that's more or less because I have a ton of friends who are in bands. So, you know, if anybody ever needs me to sit in on something, I can I can fumble my way through a Ramon song or two. Okay, I'm just going to say, though, man, if you need, like, a backup guitar player or baritone saxophone player, we, 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 we can start going, hey, I'm, I'm saying ska music's it's coming back, Brent. So if you ever need a ska... You got a, uh, you got a baritone? You got, I mean, you're a big dude. You're going to handle that baritone. Oh, I, I, I have a baritone saxophone, sir, and, and, and if you want to go to Riot Fest and play on that stage, we can do it right now, man. So let's get it. Nice. <laughs> I like it. All right, CM Punk with us here on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. All those things that uh, Austin just mentioned, when you're growing up, in Chicago, uh, I think for the most part, which one did you envision yourself doing? Um, God, probably none of them. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I eventually focused in on the, the pro wrestling, you know what I mean? But I, I, I'm fortunate to live a life where I can just kind of do things I love. And then eventually somebody's like, oh, hey, we'll pay you for that. And I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Why would you do that? Uh, and then, yeah, and, you know, like, good or bad, win, lose, or draw, like I always say in life, it's what you got to do. you got to do what you love. 
and it's it's worked out for me thus far. I've done okay. Amen to that. So listen, we brought you on for a reason here. I, I don't get to talk too much hockey. When I do, I have to think of creative ways to get people to be into it. Um, I had a segment a couple of weeks ago where I literally compared every team in the playoffs to people that you would meet in a bar or a club. And that's how I got to talk hockey uh, on the airwaves. But now we have you here, so let's get into it a little bit. Um, you know, Before we get started on the Stanley Cup final, this is kind of want to recap the brackets a little bit. I mean, listen, the, the the whole narrative is the same every single year. We listen to experts. They tell us who to pick and everything. Um, me, personally, I had the I had the Flames going, and I had the Capitals going. And that obviously backfired in my face. I mean, I assume you fill out a bracket. How's your bracket looking? Oh, my bracket's shot to hell. I don't, I don't know a single person who has anybody in a bracket. And I've never seen, like, so NHL.com this year did a second chance bracket. I've never seen or heard of them ever doing that. Just because, you know, Penguins get eliminated first round. Uh, it, it was just, it was crazy. You know, like, first round elimination of um, the, the Predators. First round elimination of uh, just so many teams. That you Tampa thought, Bay as well, every yeah. divisional... Every division winner was out in the first round, and that's never, ever happened before in the playoffs. So that just goes to show you the parity of the NHL. Yeah. It goes to show you how tough playoffs are. Uh, what it takes to get it done isn't just about one thing. It's not about luck. It's not about skill. It's about a lot of things coming together at the right time and, and momentum. Honestly. Yeah, and, and seeing like how how my bracket was pretty much done off the get go, then you know that's when I start to root for teams um, that I share a special bond with, or just teams that are kind of the underdogs that I root for. And two teams that I was rooting for in the entire Stanley Cup, it was the San Jose Sharks and the Carolina yep. Hurricanes. Two teams that made it to the semifinals. I mean, I think the Carolina Hurricanes are probably the best story in hockey this year. And listen, I'm an old school hockey guy myself, but just the way, just to see the way they're pissing off all the older guys, they were having fun and guess what? It worked. I mean, were you kind of sad to see the Carolina Hurricanes go? I was sad to see the Hurricanes go, yeah. Um, there, was a, there was a lot of – I thought there was a lot of great storylines. I'm Obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm bummed for Joe Thornton. I really I, – I had the Sharks in my second, my second chance bracket, but obviously that got busted by the Blues of all teams. <laughs> and if you want to talk about – you want to talk about stories, uh, I, I, as much as I hate to, to give the Blues props because I'm a Chicago guy, uh, that team was dead last January like first yeah. in the NHL. You know what I mean? The worst team in the NHL. They fired their coach. They turned things around, and now they're in the finals. So that that that's worth mentioning. And they should be commended for that. Yeah, and let's just quick touch on the Sharks as well because I was cheering for the Sharks. I mean, Joe Thornton, a guy who hasn't won yet. In my opinion right now, uh, there's three guys in the NHL that have not won a Stanley Cup that I want to see win a Stanley Cup. And obviously, Alex Ovechkin last year won it, so I was happy for him. You know, I was going for the Capitals. But you got Joe Pavelski, a guy who basically grew up from the town over for me. I'm cheering for him. Joe Thornton, you know, the, uh, you know, Big Joe, as they call him or whatever. I mean, that's a guy I want to see win one too. And then Henrik Lundqvist of the other Rangers, man, who's who's put yeah. his who's put his time in. Um, you know, he's come close, but hasn't got that yet. But it, it was sad to see the Sharks, especially against the Blues team, where I feel like if they were full strength, they had a good shot of beating them. But you know, you have injuries to Joe Pavelski. Um, yep. you, you start losing some of the, Eric Carlson was out as well. I mean, you start losing some of those guys, and it was for the Blues taking. Yep, no, absolutely, and that's what I mean. Like you know, they, the the Sharks ran out of gas and they fell apart. You know what I mean? So, and that, that's that's what happens. That's why this this series between the Blues and the Bruins is going to be very very interesting. So yeah, the, the, let's get your take on it here. I mean, are, are you a Bruins guy or are you a Blues guy for this whole series? 
Well, I'm kind of like you. You know, I'll, I'll root for the Hawks. If the Hawks don't make the playoffs, it kind of makes it a more enjoyable experience overall for me because I don't watch stressful hockey. I just watch hockey and it's fun. So, like, I'm not, I'm not worried about the, you know, scoreboard watching or anything like that. You know, like, my team's out, so I just kind of get to be a fan. Sure. Um, so I'll root for teams that I have friends on, right? Okay. And then... Once they're eliminated, I'll be like, oh, man, who would I – I find myself rooting against other teams, you know. Yeah. I'll, I'll root against the Predators all the time. I wasn't necessarily rooting for the Dallas Stars, but I was rooting against the Predators, and that worked out. Yeah, I did. Um, when it comes – when it when push comes to shove, we're in a situation like this. I don't need to see a Boston team win another championship. <laughs> and I feel like you. they <laughs> – you know, listen, man. I'm from you know, New England, and I say however, the same thing. <laughs> however, however, I, I can't, I can't abide. There's never, there's never a right time to root for any St. Louis team in my eyes. Uh, and on top of that, I can get, the, I can get behind uh, uh, Big Z, Chara. Uh, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of classy players on the Bruins. Uh, Marshman is not one of them, uh, but they're original six. So I always throw my, uh, my weight behind an original six team. CM Punk with us here on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Were you? Did you love hockey from the get go? Was that an acquired yeah. taste, or because I mean, you even you've got Paul Newman on, on, and and Slapshot and in your avatar. I mean, this uh, is there deeper meaning to that at all, or is it just your love for hockey? It's greatest greatest movie of all time. Like it's better than The Godfather. It's better than Heat with Pacino. It's better. It's better than anything you, any whatever you think the best movie in the world is. It's better than that. Awesome. That <laughs> is the most, the most accurate depiction of minor league sports that I've ever seen in my entire life, and it just resonates across the board with like everybody: pro wrestlers, MMA fighters, hockey players, baseball players. There's just. You know, there's just something about that movie, and obviously, you know, Paul Newman's in it, so you, you know, that's, that's, that's hard to beat. <laughs> so, you know, when we're talking the Boston Bruins here, and I'm, I'm secretly, I'm kind of pulling for the Blues now. I like their story. They're dead last, they're, they're dead to rights basically in January. Now they're coming up, um, a true underdog story. But that's not to say that I don't respect the Boston Bruins because, and I'm not sure if you follow a lot of NFL teams, but um. You have a team like the New England Patriots, you know, the same city where there's a lot of guys that took some pay cuts on that Patriots team so they could assemble a pretty talented roster. And I feel like the Bruins have kind of done the same thing because if you look at their pay structure, man, I mean, there's no one really making, you know, a lot of money per se for the talent level. I mean, it's pretty moderate. So from that perspective, I do respect that. I do respect Chara. I mean, you know, being 6'6 myself and I'm about 6'7 on hockey skates, I mean, any guy that's 6'9 on hockey skates, I respect because he gives me hope (laughs) so uh and it's kind of a it's kind of a different narrative this year for the bruins as well because we've always known them as this team that's they're gritty you know they 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 live by the by the front checking and then and they live by getting in your face but and uh uh, you know people disagree if if you think differently but i feel like the bruins now they're built for speed you know i mean they have so much depth and it's just that their speed is what kills you i mean when they play toronto yes they try to get a little more physical and they try to play the old school Bruins way, and it didn't pan out so well. And ever since they went to that depth, ever since they went to more speed, it seems like the Bruins have been unstoppable. I can't remember who they added at the trade deadline. He was a he was he's a he's a new guy. He wasn't an acquisition. He was he, I think he came from the farm team, 
and he played like maybe one or two games. He got injured, and he's back in the playoffs now. And that guy just adds so much speed to the Bruins. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm blanking on his name. Um, maybe you know it. I don't know. I can. But I, yeah, not, I don't have a computer in front of me to look it up right now. <laughs> you know, you know who. I'm but no, I know exactly like, who you're talking about. He hits the ice. His skates hit the ice, and like he's faster than everybody. And I think yeah. that elevates the entire the entire team. All four lines are like, we got to keep up with this kid now, and that's kind of what the Bruins culture is like, you know, yeah. I, uh, it, they're not singling anybody out. They're not relying on one or two guys. They have an amazing fourth line. That's brute. You know, I mean, these teams, when you talk about the blues and the Bruins are so ridiculously evenly matched, uh, I'm just hoping for seven games, you know? Yeah, and then obviously, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about the Blues a little bit here, but we're talking about the Bruins. We have to bring up Toka Rask. I mean, a guy that's pretty much been unconscious right now and then the net for the Bruins. Um, it reminds me a lot of Tim T- Tim Thomas reincarnated. You know, the year the Bruins yep. went with Tim Thomas in net. Uh, and, and I want to get your opinion about this, too. So, you know, Toka Rask is a guy that only played 46 regular season games, and it seems the trend these days now is to rest the goalie a little bit, you know, n- not put so much of a workload on, on him in the regular season. I mean, do you think there's something to be said for that where you kind of you can kind of work two or three goalies uh, at a time during the regular season? Well, I think it's beneficial to have two, and you have the main goalie that you can lean on, and I definitely think that's Tuca when it comes to the Bruins. Yeah. But, I mean, look at the the Blues situation. You know, Bennington was, quote-unquote, a rookie. You know what I mean? And he, he comes in and he's just in lights out. So uh, I think it's it's momentum has a lot to do with a lot of that. You know, I remember when, Sharks, or when the Hawks made their run in uh, 2015, you know, they pull Crawford in a, in a playoff game against the Predators, and they put in um, Scott Darling, and then he's lights out. You know yes, what I mean? So yeah. like, and then going forward in the round two, they have two viable goalies, and I just think that's better. You know, the goalies don't get the credit they deserve for the beatings they take, for the, the their, their skating ability and their skill and just everything they, they endure in three 20-minute periods. So I, I definitely think going forward, a lot of teams are going to try to rely on two goalies. You saw it with Carolina. They had Mrazek and they had uh, McElerney. And, and I, I just think that's a smart thing to do. You know, you, you got guys who, after a layoff, might not be as sharp as they normally are. So switching back and forth between two goalies, I think, is going to be the future. CM Punk hanging out with us on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Brent Morton, Austin Lane along. All right, so how do you watch the, the Stanley Cup Finals or, or any of these playoffs? Are you hanging out with buddies? Are you saying, get the heck away from me. I want to watch this stuff. I'm just me and the TV. Uh, take us inside uh, game one it's, with CM Punk. Uh, it's, it's, so game one will be Monday, I believe. Uh, yeah. it'll, be, it'll be me and my dog. <laughs> and my wife will be sitting on the couch playing Sims. And occasionally... Occasionally she'll uh, she'll look up one of the uh, one of the commentators. Maybe Doc Emmerich will say, you know, oh the Blues with a strong D, and she'll she'll look up and make a penis joke and then get back to the Sims. And I love it for it. I think me and her could have a podcast called you know like filling eight talk hockey or something like that. There we go, dude. She's outrageous. Um, she's more of a fan of the snacks. So if I was to bring her to a game, she'd be excited about it. Uh, but, yeah, it'll be me and my dog. So, basically, just me watching the game. <laughs> and, listen, let's quick cover the Blues a little bit here. You said that you wouldn't cheer for a St. Louis team. I'm not sure if that goes deeper or not. We don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. But with a team like the St. Louis Blues here, I mean, how can you not like them, though? You know, I mean, like we talked about, they're a team that kind of – Well, they're kinda... from St. Louis. 
Oh, okay, so he doesn't like St. Louis. Man. That's it, man. That's it. That's all you got to know. Just like you don't like the Chicago teams. That's a, hey, you Milwaukee guy. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, we're not talking about the Cubs right now. But uh, but listen, I mean, but you can't love a team like, listen, you got a guy like Ryan O'Reilly, I mean, who comes from the Sabres, who's been an all-star for them this year. Now, he's been a little quiet in the playoffs, yeah. but they're still kind of relying on him to be that leader. Um, Jordan Bainton, another guy, the young guy, um, has really stepped up a lot. And then, listen, I think one of the, one of the best stories right now is, Patrick Maroon, you know, uh, a guy who sure. uh, opted to take less money uh, to stay closer to his son. A huge pay cut, yeah. And this is a guy who had deals from New Jersey and other teams to get a multi-year contract for a lot more money, mm-hmm. but chose to stay in St. Louis because that's where his son was. So, yeah, I mean, he's his, his, so, his hometown. That's a good yeah. guy. That is that is a great story. Um, yeah, and that that's very touching. You know, he won. He won the, the, the game. I, I can't remember what game it was. Overtime goal. Like, uh, you know, I think it was, yeah, it was against, against the, the Stars. Yeah. It's yeah. Beautiful. And it's, you know, his kid's there and his kid's crying. And that's beautiful. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that stuff. Still, I, I Bruins in six. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you for your prediction, but you said it. And I'm taking the Blues in six. So that's we're all awesome. good. I'm taking yeah. Blues hey, in six. All right. Let's get to this rivalry stuff a little bit. I wanted to do this. If, if I could uh, set up an exhibition cage match. And I put Austin in Milwaukee Brewers uniform and oh you God. in the Chicago Cubs uniform. Oh, I mean, that would be some some inspiration well, for both of you. Well, here's the thing, though, Brent. With all due respect, I am bigger than Ben, ben CM Punk. I know, but, I but, know. No, but, but here's the thing, though. He trains at a gym with some straight-up killers. Not to say I don't either, but I'm pretty sure his gym is rolling a little more deeper. So if, if it started to become uh, he starts recruiting guys, I may be calling you up, Brent, and I don't like my chances there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're a, you're a heavyweight, so I'm in a home that you don't have a gas tank, and I'm just I'm just gonna run away from you for three rounds. So I, <laughs> there we go. You know, <laughs> there we go. Hey, they'll, 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 I normally I normally always don't fight uh, as smart as I should. Normally I'm just like marching forward, trying to just trying to win. So we, we, if I'm fighting you. Yeah, I think I'm hiding. <laughs> Fair I, I don't know how much you get. You, you, you're, you're involved in it. You know about it. You talk about it. But I'm, I'll be. Uh, it'd be bad if I didn't ask you about it. We're here in Jacksonville, and Tony Khan has started this All Elite Wrestling. Do you like the idea yeah. that there's this this new organization uh, in the world love of the wrestling? Idea. Absolutely, love the idea. It needs uh, it needs competition. It needed competition for more than 20 years. You know, I, I think if you're the only game in town. Um, it's it's hard to stay as excited and as fresh as you need to be to entertain people. Uh, so hopefully this will light a fire under WWE and they'll you know they'll they'll pay more attention and they'll maybe try to batten down the hatches and, and give you you know the, the pro wrestling that like everybody everybody loves and vice versa. Like I, I I'm friends with the Young Bucks. I'm super stoked for those guys. I hope this uh, this explodes. And, you know, next time I'm on, we're just talking about pro wrestling instead of hockey. You know what I mean? I want this. I want everybody to succeed. And I want I want everybody to make more money. You know, that's 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 the name of the game. Yeah. Do you Amen think do you think they're doing a lot of the right things? It sounds as an outsider for me, you're an inside guy. But for me, an outsider, it looks like they're they're taking a lot of the right steps. They have a lot of momentum heading into this weekend in Vegas and and then another event here in Jacksonville in July. I think after this weekend, you know, you'll you'll kind of be able to read the tea leaves a little bit better. Uh, I, I've now, mind you, I you know, I was in the wrestling business for a long time. I saw a lot of guys with a lot of money and you know, big checkbooks come and go, and they all talk the same game. I see a little bit of that now, but I'm not 
casting any kind of a judgment until you know after this first show and hopefully it's a set, it's a success for him you know it it can only help you know there, there's absolutely no world we live in where competition um you know hurts hurts one another it, it, it'll make everybody better a high tide raises all ships I like that a lot. So we have, I have one more question for you here, and then we'll let you go. Um, so I got to ask you, man, like, what's what's harder, going in the octagon or being a movie star? Because you do have a horror movie coming out. I may or may not see it. Like, horror movies kind of stress me out a little bit, right? Like, I don't no, want high blood pressure. Okay, I have to see it. I will see it then. But what do you think is harder? Bruins, it, here, here, we'll do this. We'll do this. If the Bruins win. You gotta, you gotta watch the movie. If the, if the Blues win, uh, I'll, I'll give you a pass. You don't have to watch. It. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm probably gonna watch it regardless. But I've seen the trailer, and like I said, I don't do a lot of horror movies. I, I, I do like the classic horror movies. Uh, the, the newer ones with more suspense kind of stress me out a little bit. But I will check it out. But can you just kind of talk about how you got involved with that real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was on a couple episodes of uh, Marin. Mark yeah. Aaron, when he had the, the show, uh, the director for the episodes I was uh, I was in was Bobcat Goldthwait. Believe of it or course, not, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bob, Bobcat, very famous comedian. Obviously, I think most people would know him from Police Academy, but he has a brilliant uh, a brilliant track record of doing all kinds of great TV, movies, writer, director, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, and he was just a gem to work with, and apparently he liked me. So when his uh, one of his partners was looking for. Uh, and believe it or not, Chicago-based uh, lead for a movie, Bobcat recommended me, and it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, it, it, you know, I like to say it fell in my lap, but I, I think it, it might have been a little bit more strategic than that. But it was, uh, yeah, I had the time of my life. I mean, it's tough. Some long days, you know, you're up for a whole day, or, you know, 16-hour shoots or whatnot. Um, and it's, it's, it's hard and it's challenging. But I, I always say everything that's worth doing is going to be hard. So it was a very rewarding experience. Uh, I got a couple other things lined up. I'm going to be doing it more, and I'm just super excited that everybody gets to see this thing come October. Fantastic. And that's co- so that's coming out in October. Yeah. Uh, it's, well, see, the problem is, and it's not a problem. It's a good problem to have. It, it, they, it premiered at South by Southwest, and it did so well that they're kind of pulling back on it, and they're going to do. Uh, the film festival circuit, so to speak. So, oh, very cool. Um, yeah, and then obviously to me, October is the best the best time to get you know have a, a wide release of a, a horror movie. So, that's, yeah. You know, it's Halloween. Yeah, that makes Absolutely. a lot of sense. Uh, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, between you and Austin, all the different things you guys do, I, I think it's fascinating. It's unbelievable. I'm just a dumb sports guy over here. <laughs> Talk on radio and TV. Uh, but it must be a fun life. It is, man. <laughs> it is. It's a fun journey. Join us, Brent. Come on, man. Let's play a room. Hey, listen. You guys sounds like you guys are talented. I don't. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, hey, we. I know you've been traveling all day. Thanks for checking in. We got to catch up again, and especially since now there's a bet on the line with you and Austin. The Brewers coming up too. Eventually, I'm sure for the division uh, in a couple months or so, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, we'll, we'll definitely talk about that. It's going to be tight. Three, uh, three-team race, I think. Let's get it, man. Sounds right. like a plan. CM Punk, safe travels, man. Appreciate you checking in on Action Sports Jackson, ESPN 690.